This is episode two of Sweatheads. Today we are talking about the four types of exercise: strength, endurance, balance, and flexibility. Welcome to Sweatheads. We're your hosts. I'm Arya. Maiden. I'm Sahib. And I'm Nolan. We're four high school athletes who discuss our fitness journeys, along with tips and personal experiences to improve your workouts. Okay, so first we'll start with uh, strength. So strength training is a system of physical condition uh, in which muscles are exercised by being worked um, against an opposing force to increase strength. And um, strength training is very important because it increases your metabolism, which will help you burn more calories, um, helps you lose weight, and protects your uh, joints from injuries. Uh, it can also make your bones stronger. Um, it increases muscle mass and increases flexibility and balance. Um, studies shown studies have shown that only two to three 30-minute strength training sessions every week can result in a lot of benefit. And some strength training exercises include <clears throat> the goblet squats, uh, thruster squats, plank rows, uh, hammer curls, dumbbell rows, overhead triceps extensions, bench press, deadlift, push-ups, etc. So there's so many exercises, and all of them, all of them are great for strength training. Uh, now we'll talk about how many sets and reps you should do. So studies have shown that um, we should do three to five sets per exercise, and in each set we should do about ten reps. Uh, if you want to train uh, more for strength uh, and powerlifting, uh, you can do less reps and more sets. But if you're just trying to gain muscle, 10 reps is just fine. Um, an interesting fact is that most people think that bodybuilders lift an insane amount of weight, but they do like uh, 10, uh, 10 plus reps, uh, which helps the muscle grow bigger. And on the other hand, powerlifters don't train for size and train for just strength. So they lift very heavy. So being bigger than someone doesn't really mean that you're stronger than them. Um, a misconception is that lifting will make you very bulky, which is why many girls don't lift, but that's just not true. Um, everyone should lift regularly. And another misconception is that you need a lot of equipment, but um, that's also not true because you can do pull-ups, push-ups, and other body weight exercises. Um, I would say that if you're starting out, uh, you should get a trainer because strength training can be dangerous if you have very bad form and you're using heavy weights. This is why we should master the form first and never eagle lift. Um, it's better to lift lighter um, if the form is better. And a tip I would give when strength training is to breathe during your exercises because a lot of people tend to hold their breath uh, when they lift, but that slows them down and it causes problems like hernia. And also you should never skip a workout, a warm up, um, as you can injure your muscles more easily when they're cold. Um, a simple 10 minute jog is a great way to warm up. And finally, uh, if you have never strength trained uh, previously and are old or have health problems, you should ask your primary care doctor if you should start working out. All right, so the next form of exercise would be endurance, and this goes hand in hand with strength. Uh, also different than strength, though, because it's the ability to remain active and strong over a period of time. So we see this a lot in runners, swimmers, and cyclists, uh, but also in bodybuilders and people in other sports that require you to exert energy over time. Um, for me, this is, this is close because I'm a runner and uh, I have to work a lot of my endurance. So the science behind it is that you develop slow twitch fibers in your muscles, which are not like fast twitch fibers um, seen in sprinters and throwers and people who do strength training. 
So these slow fibers um, are best suited to resist fatigue and they help keep your muscles going. Um, and endurance training extends the time in which you reach your lactic threshold, which is the time it takes the blood, lac blood lactate to build up faster than your body can flush it out. So blood lactate is generated when exercising and it's a substance that's produced by the muscle cells when the body gets less oxygen. Um, you might feel your body hitting this threshold after being on your feet all day and you could get stiff legs. Um, so an example for me would be um, when I was training cross country, there were a few workouts where we'd have to run a few miles at our lactic threshold, which is significantly faster than what, what we run on normal days. And the first time we did it, I thought it'd be really difficult and I didn't uh, expect to sustain the pace. But when we finally did it, I realized that it wasn't too bad because the body was actually able to handle it because I was just at that threshold where I was able to keep going. Um, so in general, lactic threshold is when your body is at 70 to 80% of your maximum heart rate. And by extending your lactic threshold, you'll be able to work out longer. So some tips to extend this would be um, sort of the same rules uh, that all other exercises follow. Um, so you should hydrate and warm up uh, before the workout and then rest between those hard workouts. Um, beforehand, you should do dynamic stretches, um, which means you're stretching while moving. Um, this can help start the muscles and get loose. This would be like pulling your quads, um, stretching your legs, moving back and forth. And then after the workout, you should do some static stretches um, where you're stretching while sitting still. Um, this could help release tension in your muscles that is caused by lactic buildup. And it also will help your muscles recover. Um, uh, so just some everyday applications. When you do endurance training, um, it'll help you uh, do things longer. Like if you're moving, you'll be able to do it all day without getting tired. Um, some ways to develop your lactic threshold and endurance would be long distance running, obviously, uh, along with cycling, swimming, sustained exercises with body weight. Um, this would be like holding a plank or doing deep lunges. Um, and if you are using weight and not just your body weight, you should be using less of it and you should do more slow, deliberate reps. Um, just remember that you're working out your slow twist muscles to build endurance, so your reps should not be fast. And in terms of choosing your workout plan for the week, you shouldn't be hitting or attempting your max every day. Like I don't run at lactic threshold every day. Um, for intermediate level um, runners or people who are exercising, like in high school, you should have one to two hard effort days per week, and the rest should be at a solid pace or a solid weight um, in order to recover. And for beginners, you should really be focusing on uh, mileage or number, number of reps, and that means your pace and the weight you use will develop over time. And finally, some ways to develop would also be to do some bodyweight exercises, um, which would be like planks where you put your forearms and feet against the ground and hold your back straight. Um, and these are some exercises that don't even require equip equipment, so they're extremely accessible. And remember, it's important to build your endurance because it's applicable to real life just as much as strength is. All right, so the next uh, type of exercise is balance. 
So balance for athletes, um, it can be about being fit all around the body. Um, it's also about maintaining stability. So being able to stand on one foot for a long period of time. And so balance is one of the more important components of fitness later in life. Um, everyone needs it when they're walking or climbing upstairs or if you have to save yourself from tripping. So adults and elderly people are more uh, risk for injury when they're unbalanced. Um, this could result in hard falls that can be extremely damaging. Um, later in life, it's important to work on your balance about three times a week. And the simplest exercise is just trying to stand on one foot for longer, and that will definitely help improve your balance. So balance can be worked just like any type of exercise and fitness. Um, you can get stronger. So having a good core means good stability. Um, this is your chest and abdomen area. So I want to ask you guys, uh, what are some type of core exercises that you guys do or recommend? Um, I recommend doing planks. Very, very helpful. Yeah, I also do planks and uh, crunches. Um, I think Russian twists is one of the exercises that can help with balance. Yeah, so... Uh, so all these things are really good. And one thing you can notice about core exercises is that a lot of them require zero equipment. So um, you don't need uh, any extra help. You can just do it on your own at home. So Aiden, why is balance important for high schoolers and athletes? Yeah, so like I said earlier, balance is about being equally fit all around the body. So someone who's lifting weights needs to maintain a balance of muscles from the right to left side or the top to the center of the body. People often joke about don't skip leg day. And that's actually an important reminder because when you skip days that work different parts of the body, it'll leave those areas weak. And when one part of the body is weak, it could affect the whole body and causing an imbalance. And so it's really important to work top and bottom. Um, it's also important to work both sides of the body. So the left and the right. Muscle imbalance is when someone's dominant or maybe non-dominant side is more developed than the other side. So both sides need to be treated the same way, whether it's lifting weights, stretching, or even doing yoga. If you do a bit extra on one side or skip some things on one side, it's important to replicate that on the other side as to not overextend one side or injure yourself. Um, Stability is also important for athletes as well, not just um, elderly people or adults. So lifting a weight with a one arm requires stability with the rest of the body. Also stepping or standing on one foot to do exercises requires balance as well. Uh, for runners, we don't think about balance that much, but we actually need it a lot because when you're swinging both arms and legs and they're moving back and forth in opposite directions, it's important to have a nice center of gravity and stay stabilized. Runners need to balance in order to not waste energy. So if you're imbalanced, you'll be swaying side to side and your body will try and compensate for it and you'll lose energy. Um, this can also happen when you're lifting weights. So um, one final note about balance. Mr. Miyagi from the Karate Kid once said, Lesson not just karate only. Lesson for whole life. So balance can also be mental. Um, when we're talking about fitness, it's important to have a balance between your exercise, but also work and stuff like that. So you have to make sure one's not overpowering the other. And if you're exercising, then your health is creating more balance in your life and you'll be more at peace. 
So the next topic is flexibility and flexibility is one of the most important aspects of workouts. Not only is flexibility neglected among the general population, but it is misunderstood within the sport performance, athletic and fitness communities as well. Increased flexibility can improve aerobic fitness training, muscular strength and endurance. Um, increased range of motion is a key component in preventing injuries. Among athletes, it is also a form of relaxation, which can positively impact not only physical fitness, but also mental fitness. Um, flexibility training can also decrease soreness and stiffness, particularly among athletes who train at much higher frequencies and intensities. Static and dynamic flexibility trainings is important and necessary to become flexibly fit and to enhance performance. Dynamic flexibility is important for daily activities and for playing sports at as these require movement through full ranges of motion, for example, like a golf swing. Static flexibility, on the other hand, is preferred for increasing overall flexibility through muscle elasticity and joint mobility. You should stretch for three days per week. Five to seven is ideal. You should stretch to the point of mild discomfort, not pain. Hold stretches for 20 to 30 seconds and perform for them two to three times for the same area. If basic static stretching is too boring, Try some other popular methods such as yoga, pilots, or tai chi. These methods also all incorporate proper breathing techniques, visualization, and med meditation, which can contribute to improve mental and physical performance. All right, so now that we've learned about all four of these types of exercises, I wanna ask everyone, what are some of your personal takeaways? Um, the importance of flexibility and how, you, how much you need to stretch in like a week yeah i think um i took a lot away about flexibility and balance because i don't really think of that but i also know um, strength is really important i don't think i have a lot of strength i'm not great at lifting weights or body exercises so i think i should really work on that yeah so um i i do lift um but i i definitely need to do more um like cardio and also work on my core uh and like also flexibility and balance yeah, I'm kind of the same thing as Nolan. Um, because I'm a runner, I don't work as much with strength or lifting weights. So I definitely need to work on that. But I do think that um, because I'm in a, a high school team, but we do work on a lot of flexibility stuff like stretching before and after and also warming up as well as working on balance in certain core exercises. Thanks for listening to episode two of Sweatheads. We hope you learned something today. Join us next time for our final episode where we talk about the more personal side of fitness.